Over the last two decades, I've been on a quest to learn everything I can about leadership, obsessed with what makes the best leaders so good. After running companies small and large for the last 20 years, today I speak on stages all across the world to audiences who are interested in that same question. My name's John Laredo, and I'm your host. I invite you to join me on this journey as we explore this topic, what makes the best leaders so good. Welcome to Tomorrow's Leader. All right, welcome to today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader, where we dive deep on all things leader-related, related to leading yourself and leading others. So I'm going to take you back in time a little bit here for a story. Story time. I'm going to start calling this story time with John. Um, as you've guessed, I love to tell stories. Um, so today's story is a couple stories. Uh, it takes me back a little bit. This is when I was a kid, and I remember going to this... Um, I think I was a teenager, and I remember going to this this show that uh, this this hypnotist was uh, putting on. So there was like a huge crowd, I don't know, 500 people in this auditorium, and um, this hypnotist asks for volunteers from the audience because he's going to bring you up on stage and hypnotize you. Well, I'm like, sign me up. I'm your guy. Uh, so sure enough, he picks me <laughs> and like five other people from the audience. Now, little did he know that I was committed to absolutely not being hypnotized. I was going to be the one that was the only one. If there was going to be one that was not hypnotizable, I was the one. I don't think I can be hypnotized. So anyways, I go up on the stage, he lines us up, and he comes up and does all this stuff and, uh, you know, says these things and he's going to each person and he's looking in our eyes and he's saying, okay, I want you to visualize this and blah, 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 blah. And he does these hand motions over us and whoosh, and does the snap thing. And I'm looking at him like, I'm, I don't, I don't know what you expect me to do, whatever. Uh, and then he goes through his routine and he says, okay, when I say the word banana, you are going to unexplainably walk up to people and shake their hand and say, hi, I'm a banana. Hi, I'm a banana. Hi, I'm a banana. And uh, I'm like, really? Is that what I'm going to do? <laughs> so uh, needless to say, uh, I think he sensed that I was not in the hypnotized state. Uh, maybe the other four the people that were on stage were but I definitely was not. And uh, I get off the stage and I'm supposed to be walking down toward my seat and all of a sudden uh, I'm close to my seat and I hear him say, banana. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm like a you know teenager. And uh, so I just go to the nearest person and say, I'm supposed to tell you I'm a banana. And the guy started laughing and I, I went to the next person and, and the next row and I said, I'm, I'm supposed to tell you I'm a banana. I'm not, but I'm supposed to tell you I'm a banana. Um, so needless to say, those rows were laughing. Um, and again, the other four might have been hypnotized and they did their thing, whatever. But I was not. And I don't remember the name of this hypnotist. And there's probably a reason for that because I don't think he was a real hypnotist. I really don't. Um, I think he was a good showman, and maybe I was just a bad guest, but 
I think that this guy lacked some real skills. And needless to say, I can't remember his name. I don't know where he is. Maybe that was his last show. Maybe, I don't know, maybe he's making a million dollars a year doing it. But uh, it was inauthentic. It wasn't real as far as I knew. And people could see through that. And then the rest of the audience, I think, started to see that. Uh, because if I remember right, there were some other kind of, you know, wishy-washy things. It was not the most impressive act, to say the least. All right. Let me contrast that with one that was unbelievable. I went to go see with my family the amazing Kreskin, which if you don't know, this was a guy that I don't know, I don't know where he is. I don't even know if he's still alive. But when I was a kid, this guy was on like the Tonight Show and all this kind of stuff. I mean, he was pretty famous. And uh, he would do all kinds of amazing things. So I went to see him. Now, there's probably an auditorium of a there must be a thousand people in this place. I'm there with my sister, my parents, and uh, with a thousand people in the audience, I, I remember a couple things. And again, I was probably maybe in late high school or college or something like that. And he says, okay, I want everybody to just in this auditorium, thousand people, I want you to think of anything you want, anything you want, whatever, close your mind, close your eyes, think about for a second, anything that you want. And he stops from after a couple seconds and he says, okay, um, was anybody in here thinking of the name? He said, I'm, I'm getting the name, um, Carolyn and my dad's sitting next to me and, and he's like, oh yeah, I, I was, I was, and that's my mom's name. So he, he raises his hand and out of a thousand people, the amazing Kreskin says, yes, you, sir, stand up. And uh, they pass over the microphone to him and, and he says, were you, were you, you were thinking of the name Carolyn, right? And he, and he said, my dad says, yeah, yeah, I was. He said, and, and Carolyn is your, and my dad was like, well, you tell me. <laughs> uh, and he said, your wife. Yes, it's your wife. Uh, so, so anyways, this guy, Amazing Kreskin, begins to go through, and if my dad is listening, he'll, he'll remember this, I think, uh, I'm sure. And uh, he goes through this whole thing. He said, you know, you were in at some point in your life, you hurt, you hurt yourself. I'm, I'm sensing that you hurt your leg, your leg at some point. And he said, it's, it's your right leg. No, it's your left leg. You definitely hurt your left leg. And my dad's like, mm hmm. And he said, it was, it was, you, you broke it. You broke you broke your ankle, um, and it was it was in a sports situation, wasn't it? And my dad's like, uh, "Yeah," and uh, he goes on to tell this. He says it was it was a sport. It was it wasn't football. It wasn't basketball. It was something. I see dirt. It was definitely a field. Of, I, I see an infield. It was baseball. Now, my dad, I knew, you know, played baseball his whole life. Uh, and uh, and I knew this story. So as he's going through it, I'm like, what the? And he's like, you you broke it sliding into a base, didn't you? You broke it sliding into, I'm seeing third base. Is that right? And that's exactly what happened. And my dad's like, uh, yeah. And it was just like, what? And so... 
the audience doesn't know, but my dad has no idea who this guy is. And uh, my, my, you know, he goes on, makes the point, and the audience is like, wow. But there's still a little bit of doubt, I think, because they're thinking, okay, does this guy and my dad know each other or whatever? And so my dad sits down. I'm like, dad, did, did you... Do you have any idea how he knows that? Now, this was back before social media or internet. I mean, this was going way back, probably to the 1980s. Uh, so there was no way to find that information out. There's nothing like that. It's not like that. What did you Google that and see that? And my dad's like, I have no idea. I've never seen the guy before in my entire life. That is truly unbelievable. And it was amazing. So what I remember at that point is I was sold. That guy, amazing Kreskin, doesn't matter what else he said or did, that guy is real. Like, that guy is authentic. Wow. Not like the other hypnotist guy that I know. This guy is the real deal. I'm like, I'm blown away. I'm still blown away to this point. I'm still I'm, I'm amazed. And I've seen other people like that that just blow my mind. This guy was the real deal. So I just think about this. And today is about authenticity. And I want to lead with that story because it does not matter what the amazing Kreskin did after that. I was sold. I would have believed him. His, his, his just authenticity was so unbelievable, believable, just incredible. I would have like followed this guy. And if he said something was a certain way or another way or whatever, or he could do this or he could do that. I'm, I'm a buyer. I'm believing. So unbelievable. So. In any event, I bring this up for a reason. I got asked this question by a leader that I'm working with recently, uh, earlier today, actually he asked me a question. He said, I'm having trouble figuring out uh, who I need to be. And I said, okay, well, what are you talking about? Tell me more. He said, well, I, I just feel like I need to figure out like who I am in a work setting. And, you know, I'm this certain person outside of work. I know that. But in work and I'm leading these people, I got to figure out like kind of, you know, who I am, how I need to act, all this kind of stuff. And my question was, okay, well, who's the real you? I mean, is it the person outside of work? Is it the person inside of work that you're trying to be? Or you, I mean, I don't get it. And um, he said, no, I just feel like I can't, I can't be my normal self. I've got to kind of have this certain persona and have this, as he put it, this executive presence and blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, I, I get it. I understand it because I was actually there in that same situation. And I'll, I'll tell you real briefly. When I started in my career, I had a leader that was very uh, commanding, very directive, uh, very high task, very low relationship. He was very effective. But wow, this guy was just like a bulldog. Um, you know, he's abrasive sometimes. He was just, but you, you know, he told you what to do. This is what you do. And it was just, that's how he led very, you know, in an intimidating kind of direct, super directive way, super candid, um, like a bulldog in a China shop, but very effective, got results. <clears throat> so I just naturally assumed when I was a new leader, that's how I needed to be. That was the style of leadership that I saw. So I remember as a new leader, I was this very specific person in work. I, I was not, I wouldn't smile uh, very rarely. I wouldn't tell jokes. I would never goof off. I mean, I was like hardcore and people looked at me like tough. This guy's tough, you know, has high expectations. I mean, this guy does not, you know, he doesn't tolerate anything. And I didn't, I was super like stoic. I was very, um, and it was weird and it worked, you know, I, I will say for the first year or two, I mean, I was, I was a tough leader, really tough, you know, like 
you know, it was nobody got out of line. I mean, it was that type of rigid type of environment. Um, but it wasn't me. Like, I remember it actually hit me. And this was uh, this was way back. Um, I remember having a holiday party. I invited my whole team and everybody over in my place for a holiday party. And uh, my wife at the time was telling a story uh, about something that I did, something goofy or whatever. And I remember a couple of my advisors were there and they're like, what? That doesn't sound like John. John did what? And she's like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the type of stuff he does all the time. They're like, what? That is not John. Are you kidding? They like called somebody else over. Can you believe John did that? What? And I remember it was the first like moment. I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like I've been exposed. Exposed. I'm like two different people, but it was really like this eye-opening thing. I'm like, wow, I am two different. I am an entirely different person inside the office than I am outside the office. Like, okay, who's the real me? Now, the real me was the person outside the office. You know, the goof, goofball. You know, kind of the the guy that was enjoying life, and you know, just I had a certain way about myself. But in the office. I was just this total opposite. And and it just was this really eye-opening thing because I realized my team had no idea who I was. And I did that deliberately. I just felt like, okay, who's going to take me seriously if I'm my real self? Now, nah, I wasn't a total goofball, but I, you know, I like to have fun. I was just, I like to laugh. I was, you know, I'd tell jokes, this and that, whatever. I was just a different person inside the office. I felt like the respect level wouldn't be there. I had to manufacture this fake leader, this other John Lorito. And it wasn't until that moment the light bulb went off and I'm like, this is tiring and I feel like a fraud. I'm like, I'm not myself. And I actually started to drop that guard. From that moment on, I'm like, you know what? I am going to just be my normal self. Because I remember afterwards, you know, talking to my my wife at the time and, and she's like, why are you such a different person at work? I'm like, I don't know. So I started to be more and more authentic like myself. I will tell you, it was unbelievable. What I thought was if I was going to be my real self that, you know, people wouldn't take me as seriously. The respect level would go down. My influence level would go down. Results would go down. They wouldn't really do what I was telling them, this and that. Um, and it was unreal. The opposite happened. Literally, the opposite happened. My level of influence went up. My The loyalty I felt in the team went up. The trust level went up because now they felt like they knew who I was. They were connecting. I was more approachable. I was more relatable. I was more authentic and honest and true. I was actually, they could actually see who I was, and it was amazing because not only did the influence that I had go up, the results went up. And the respect level went up. It was unreal. Exactly the opposite of what I thought was going to happen, happened. So my message to you is, if you're in that situation, I know I talk to a lot of leaders who find themselves in that situation. You've got to figure out how to bring your real self into who you are and make sure you're not trying to be this fake persona. Be authentic, which truly means you've got to figure out how do you use these leadership techniques that we're talking about and add them to your person, add them to your personality and add them to who you are. Don't replace parts of who you are because people ultimately see that. Just like I saw that hypnotist as a fraud, you know, I kind of exposed who he was and it wasn't just me that saw it, but everybody else in the audience started to see it and his career went gone. When you're authentic, you have masses of people that will follow you, just like the amazing Kreskin. 
you know, millions of people showed up to see this guy after a while. I mean, he's, you know, gazillionaire because he, he did it real for real. He was who he was. And when it comes to leadership, you've got to be authentic, be yourself. So food for thought, some things to just get the wheels turn a little bit. Um, we're going to talk more about authenticity. If you want to learn more about this, we actually have a live leadership mastermind group that's going to be on next Tuesday, the 22nd of September at 5 p.m. Eastern time. I have uh, a guest presenter you're going to love, Peter Velarde, who's been on our podcast before. Uh, I've got some other great, great people that are going to be joining that are going to talk about a number of different things. One of them is authenticity and what does it actually look like? What are the things that that authentic leader does and what do they not do if they're not... If they're not authentic, what do they do? Uh, it's all going to be about stuff that you can implement and take action on. So direct message me if you want that invite to that group. Aside from that, keep listening, keep liking, commenting, give reviews, share, all that kind of good stuff. And we'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader for suggestions or inquiries about having me at your next event or personal coaching. Reach me at john at loritogroup.com. Once again, that's J-O-H-N at L-A-U-R-I-T-O-G-R-O-U-P dot com. Thanks. Lead on.